Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. You know, we've said time and time again, Chris, that we couldn't do this podcast without the help from our listeners, right? We, I can barely do it with them. <laughs> yes, I need... <laughs> we, we need thrive their assistance, on this yeah. yeah. We, and we do really appreciate it when you take a moment to drop us an email with questions and comments. Uh, we know that we're staying on track that way. All right, we know yeah. that um, you know, we've, we've got an idea of, of what we should be talking about. It's really about. the pulse yeah. of this show. <laughs> really, you really are, yeah. yeah. If we don't get that stuff, then it's just like we're talking about nothing and no one's listening and we get all anxious and depressed. So thank you for sending exactly. these Exactly, exactly. So we've got uh, three listeners who sent us questions recently, and we thought we'd address these questions today. And if you want to join in on the fun, we're going to tell you how to get in touch with us at the end of this podcast. As we always do. As we always do. Uh, Our first question comes from Elizabeth in New Jersey, who is wondering if... Isn't there an Elizabeth, New Jersey? Isn't there a place called Elizabeth, New Jersey? I wonder if that's where she's from. That would be weird. That would be like the Wheaties box effect. I'm Elizabeth from... You know, can I tell you something? Just a quick little aside here. Sure. Um, When I first went to... uh, Not first went, but my my, my second year of of college, when I went, I moved... (laughs) This is so ridiculous. Um, And I apologize that this is ridiculous because this is this person's name. Anyway, I moved into my dorm room, uh, my sophomore year of college, mm-hmm. where I met my roommate for mm-hmm. the first time. And my wife asked me, you know, uh, at the time she was my my uh, my girlfriend. Um, she goes, How, what, "How's your roommate?" And I go, "He's cool. Um, his name is Frank. Frank, and he's from Frankfurt." And she goes. <laughs> you're making this up. Yeah. And I'm like, no, I swear I'm not. And we got into this argument over it. And really? she's like, yeah, I actually had to take a picture of his driver's license and email it to her. Cause she's like, I'm not coming to see you until you tell me what his name is. So it was obviously his real name was Fra- like Francis Frank. No, It was literally Frank Frank, Frank Frank. He was named after his grandfather who was Francesco Frank. And I'm like, why didn't your parents, why did they subject you to this and live in this town? What? Yeah. Oh, that is too weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Frank Frank from Frankfurt. I met my first Warren, besides my dad, mm-hmm. in college. He lived in the room next to me in the dorm. So at night, one o'clock in the morning, when you hear Warren, I'm thinking this, uh, the sexy sounding voice was for me and it was for Warren next door. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, uh, that's what I remember. Yeah. And the funny college. thing about my roommate was he was a very cut to the chase kind of guy. So Frank Frank from Frankfurt was pretty frank. Oh, sorry. Oh, man. So this <laughs> anyway, leads us where? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Elizabeth, possibly from Elizabeth in New Jersey. Uh, yeah, there you go. Uh, definitely from Elizabeth in New Jersey. Um, she's wondering if it's time for her to invest in some home recording equipment so that she can audition and do some work from home. Oh, yeah. And there's a lot. Of, we've got a lot of questions like this, actually. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. A lot of our students ask the same question. Um, let, let's. Uh, uh, yes and no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is that a great answer? Yeah, should that's we a elab- perfect answer. Should we elaborate because on Because both of them are right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I think we'll just leave it at that and move on. And next move on to the question. Next question. It's going to be a yep. short podcast, folks. <laughs> yeah, a really uh, bad y- one, Yes too. and no answers. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, we're, we're actually going to talk about this for a few moments because um, what you're going to find is that, yes, there are some good reasons to have some, uh, some recording, uh, some way to record at home, let's sure. put it that way, mm-hmm. um, but, it's, but it's not necessary to be a voice actor. 
Victor. All right. So let's let's explain very quickly here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, uh, let me tell you what I've got. All right. Mm-hmm. I've been obviously in this business for a while, and all I have at home is a small condenser mic yeah. that has a USB plug on it, so I can put it into my computer. Mm-hmm. And I've got some very simple, inexpensive software on my computer, and I can do some work that way as yep. long as my neighbor doesn't mow the lawn while I'm doing that's it. That's right. Because okay? yeah. I don't have a soundproof room, so that's one thing to to keep in mind. But you just investing a hundred or a couple hundred bucks, you can record at home. You can do auditions this way, yep. all right, if you're using an online uh, marketing service of some sort for your voice acting. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, uh, I've done actual pieces that have been put on the internet, and I've used this microphone just fine. They're really good. I mean, for my other podcast when I was doing it, um, I would use a singular microphone and the two of us, you know, me and my co-host would sit, you know, pretty much right next to each other. We, mm-hmm. you know, we'd, we'd use some stuff to kind of clean up the sound and make it a little more presentable. Sure. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I have a similar setup. I use the Snowball. It's this okay. USB microphone. That's it's, what I've got. You can get it for like 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, and I was really skeptical of this at first, but I was out on the road. I was teaching and um, my complicated, fancy interface that I was using <laughs> had started to not really work so well anymore. Yeah. And I was in a jam so I stopped at a Best Buy, picked it up, and I'm very happy with it. Sure. You know, it's 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 not it's not a you know studio caliber mm-hmm. amazing mic, but for like 50 bucks, you really can't complain. And I, you know, I grew up with USB microphones, you know, like those like Logitech ones. Sorry to throw you guys <laughs> under the bus, but you know, like from like 1998, these like webcam microphones, and they were terrible. So yeah. my, my expectation was that it was gonna be really low. Anyway, this stuff has gotten a lot better. And yeah. and yeah, most clients don't have a super discerning ear in terms of, you know, it needs to be pristine, depending on what you're doing. You yeah, know? yeah. Now, if you obviously, if it's a, a project that's going to wind up on uh, TV uh, or uh, perhaps in even a radio or, uh, or yeah. Yeah, in a museum uh, setting where, you know, the quality has to be higher, then you probably wouldn't be doing that at home anyway. You're more right. than likely going to be asked to go to a recording studio to do that sort of work. Yeah, but so, for your for your web jobs, yeah. for like radio commercials and stuff like that. It can usually work. Yeah. And yeah, the other yeah. thing too is I, I always kind of urge my students, I think it's really important. A, a lot of building success in voice acting with your performance comes from building self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, it, hearing exactly what it is that's coming out. And the sooner that you start to get used to the sound of your own voice and maybe missing the bar, right? Like maybe thinking that you're doing an awesome job performing and then playing it back and not letting your your doubts overwhelm you, but mm. just hearing it objectively and going, oh, okay, I thought that was better, but I can do better. Mm-hmm. You know, that that's kind of always the caveat when my students ask me, should I be re- recording at home for practice? Yes and no. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. you've, you've got, you, you do need to build that self-awareness and see if what you're doing is falling short. But then, you know, be able to pick yourself up by the bootstraps and go, I can do better than this. It's just talking. Now, if you're someone like Chris, who's got the expertise in recording equipment and want to step up, you know, to do more than that, you can. You know, people do build home recording studios and have very successful careers and don't have to leave the house. It's great. They get to wear their underwear, you know, do their work in their underwear all day long. It's just terrific. Uh, But other than that, um, there's equipment out there that you get a lot fancier Why are you not doing that? I mean, that's the way. 
way I do this podcast. It's the. It's I don't know if you've been by my desk lately, but I'm in my underwear at my desk. Oh, okay, okay. that's right. Just doing. so you know, you dress up for me. I dress up to come in here. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so again, the idea is whatever you're comfortable with. If you uh, you know, want to stop at just the microphone and the software that you have on your on your laptop, that's cool. Mm-hmm. If you want to get uh, fancier, I mean, our students are offered a premium class uh, that actually is very the home uh, recording uh, class uh, yeah. of, of recording how to how to build a home recording studio Mm -hmm. and that's that's a terrific way to go as well again if that's where you're going a lot of folks that are in voice acting are in it because they're just they're good at voice acting they're not the greatest at uh, putting you know electronic equipment together and and coming out with a finished product so don't feel that you're being yeah that you're going to miss the boat by not having a home recording right you don't need to do everything you don't see a million people out there who are you know actor writer director right you know it's the same thing in our field sometimes you know just just focusing on on mastering that one thing you know keep your ambition in check i guess is our advice there you go yeah we also heard this week from matt in maryland who asks if anyone else is having trouble getting a fair fee for their voice work oh uh guess what matt you're the only one yeah yeah sorry i mean i get millions of dollars just for opening my mouth yeah uh no it's (laughs) not true folks um the idea here is uh yes this is very common even more common today because of all the competition online yeah all right if you're especially doing work through uh, again and there's nothing wrong with these places but they they come with a caveat if you're doing work and auditioning for work on an online service that's you know you're, you're trying to get work through a lot of times um, it's who's there first and who will do it for exactly cheapest. that's it yeah. that's that's the bottom line yeah so what you want to remember is that you're not always going to get the the fee that you think you deserve however there are ways to work on that and to, to build on that. So let's spend a, a couple of minutes talking about that. Mm-hmm. I've got a friend that I've done some work for over the years who, when she worked for one company, which I'll you know keep nameless because this is what they do for all their voice acting talent that they go after, was paying $30 for a 30-second TV commercial. Mm. Okay, And I mean, for the voice actor, that's, that's chicken feed. You should not be doing work for $30 for a 30-second spot. Especially not However, telling anyone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> However, this was the deal. And when she approached me and said, you're not going to like this, but this is what I've got to offer you if you want to do this work, uh, she said, if you don't want to do it for that, I have people that will. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and what do you do in a case like that? Um, you have to look at the benefits that you've got. Okay, first of all, this woman no longer works there and is getting me a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's asking me to do work for her for, for different clients. She's now independent. Um, and the other thing that happens is even if you are doing it for you know, a, load of, a low fee, if you will, what you're winding up with is something that's going to be heard by a lot of people right. and seen by a lot of people. I think and what you're so, referring to here is opportunity cost. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so there's there's my quick answer, if you will, on on you know the whole idea of uh, fair fees. Yeah, I think the important thing is to just be communicative about it. Mm-hmm. I think you know starting out up front, you know, usually what I get for this type of work is this, and you know I am doing this because this is a job that I'm excited about. I'm trying to take on new clients. It's the same kind of thing of you know working for free essentially. You know, mm-hmm. if mm-hmm. if you're only getting a very small amount compared to what you're usually, it's still the same problem that you're trying. Sure to find a way to solve. And I think, you know, being communicative with the people and saying, you know, usually I I get more than this, but I'm, I'm interested in working with you folks. Yes. And, you know, and, and you can also find ways to, to help them out, you know, because you can say, you know, 
look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in doing this because I want to work with you. But to, to be honest with you, you know, I'm, I'm glad that you came across me because a lot of times you're going to get what you pay for. And if that's yeah. what you're, if that's what you're, you know, willing to spend on this stuff, you know, I'm, I'm really glad that I was here to help you and, and to, not, mm-hmm. not, you know, you don't want to be patronizing with it, but yeah, yeah. find a way to be, you know, to, to help them understand that, hey, this is a service that I provide for you. And, yeah. and if you were to pay your accountant in hamburgers, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be looking at similar work. I, yeah. I'm, you know, actually, from, from inside prison, because they will have messed up your tax return and, you know, there yeah. you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a similar kind of thing here. And if you make sure that you take the lead there and help them to understand that, and just say, "Look, I, I don't work this way, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, but I want to make sure that I help you out here." It, it just dawns. I mean, when you mentioned the hamburgers thing, it, this actually happened to me, and uh, and I love the guy, and I've done a lot of work for him. Uh-huh. Uh, but my friend will call him Mike because that is his name, uh, and and he knows who he is. Anyway, uh, at one time, and he he knows my fee. Uh, he's I've done work with Mike for over fifteen years, and. And he came to me once. He says, I've got this small project, and I really only have, you know, like 100 bucks I can give you. And I, I know it's it's probably not even half of what you should be getting, but that's all I've got. He said, would you do it for that, and I'll take you out to lunch. Oh. And I said, oh, that's cool. Yeah. So we found a great rib place that I've been back to again and again. So, I mean, I owe him. You know, I think I owe him at this point. You know. But, uh, but you know, that's the kind of re- those are the kind of relationships you'll build, and that's why, you know, Mike and I work together all the time, because we, we compromise. Right. And, uh, you know, he didn't have a lot for the project, so I'm not going to go and mess them up and say, you know, I can't do it for you, right. you know, just because you're a little short on what I normally get. Mm-hmm. So th- that's the those are the things to be thinking about. And uh, and I, I again, I, I want to reiterate what you just said, Chris. Um, let people know that's not usually, you know, that that's not in the ballpark of what I normally charge. Mm-hmm. You know, just so you know, yeah. uh, that's going to help you going forward. Mm-hmm. All right. In in many cases, they realize, well, this person is good; they deserve more. Right. So when that person bids on the next video project. They're going to put more, you know, they're going to make sure they've got more money in the kitty for you. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's going to go one of two ways. Either they're going to set that aside or they're going to, you know, say, look, we can't do that, but thank you for your honesty. We want to continue working with you if you're okay with there this. You go. There um, you go. Or they'll just, you know, go out of business because they're cheap. <laughs> that, that could be too. Absolutely. <laughs> who knows? And then finally, we have Mary in Florida who says she's been racking her brain to come up with a slogan that she can use with her name to do to help her with her branding. And you know, she basically says, "How how important is a slogan?" Hmm. Um, well, I'll tell you. Uh, I, I, the the example I love to use is the guy we taught a few years back. His last name was Bacon. <laughs> and he came up with the voice that sizzles. Oh, that's awesome. You know? And I said, wow, nobody's ever going to beat that. That's yeah. great. You know, yeah. but you know what? I've gone 46, you don't tell anybody, 46 years in this business. I've never had a slogan. Right. I mean, if I've got a slogan is, yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, uh, but but, uh, but that's not bad. Now that I think about it, uh, but again, don't. Yeah, you know, branding is terrific, and we're all for it. You have to. You have to establish a brand. You have to be, you know, known as a. You know, your reputation is is on the line when it comes to things like that. Okay, so mm-hmm. so great if you come up with something that's terrific. But if your name is Frank Frank, you know, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, you don't really need one in that. Case. Well, you probably don't. They're gonna remember Frank Frank. Yeah. Um, what, what's Frank Frank doing these days? I have no Where, idea. Where's he flipping burgers? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Nice. I'm sorry. Um, frankly, I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Um, yeah, I was, you know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about this last night. My wife and I were watching Deadliest Catch, which has been on for 11 years. Mm. And it kind of struck me that like, 
a lot of times this stuff is going to come out um, at the right time. My, my best advice for this is don't force it hmm. because like they've done a lot of stuff where we were watching, there's this show called The Bait. Like Deadliest Catch is this gigantic thing. It, it's crazy how big of a part of Discovery this is mm-hmm. that they not only have the show, but they have another show around the show, which is just them hanging out and talking about it called The Bait, um, which is kind of an offshoot of, you know, what do you need to, to catch it? You need The Bait. Mm-hmm. And they had like a segment on the show called Playing Catch. And I was like, oh, that's really clever. But it's like, you know, that probably came about after that, that's not something that they thought of at the very beginning of, mm-hmm. of this show. Like right. so like stuff like that where things grow out from from these already established things, don't force it. You know, if something right. comes along, if there's a theme that you're 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 seeing in, in your sessions or uh, maybe maybe somebody calls you by a nickname you find out about later and, and you think, Oh, I could turn that into a brand, you yeah. know. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. That's that's my best advice is don't force it. I yeah. don't have one either. I mean, yeah. um for some people, yeah, if your last name's bacon go for it <laughs> yeah right um, you can you can steal that from them i'm sure yeah no i didn't say that so thanks elizabeth and matt and mary uh, we appreciate your uh, questions and uh it, it really uh, got us through another week oh man and i just so, thought of something what's that if mary were to so so we were talking about how you know there's elizabeth new jersey but mm-hmm. elizabeth from new jersey mm-hmm. mary should just move to where matt lives and then she could be like mary from maryland I own this place. I mean, it's not a very good voice acting slogan. All right, Mary, there you go. Call the moving company. You're all set. (laughs) Sorry, that's my best advice. Okay, I think it's time to wrap this up. That's a very good idea. Getting started in any new endeavor can be time consuming, but lucky for you... Getting a good introduction to voice acting will only take you about two and a half hours. Voice Coaches offers a single evening adult education class we call Getting Paid to Talk at universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs across North America. And your chance to attend could be coming up. That's right. The week of July 20th. Look for our classes in Williamsport, Altoona, Media, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. We'll also be in Frederick and Baltimore, Maryland, and around the corner from my mom's house in Orleans, Massachusetts, right there on the Cape of Cod. Call Call us anytime and we'll tell you where we're going to be offering a class near you. 866-887-2834. I just had this really bizarrely, strangely morbid image of the Cape of Cod picturing <laughs> that this whole landmass is built on the bones of all these codfish. <laughs> Cape of Cod. There you go. And, and it's either that or I think of potato chips. Oh, they're love, good. They're so good. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> send, tell us what your favorite potato chips are. Yeah. Email us at podcast at voicecoaches.com. We are always looking for new ideas for this podcast. So should you have any comments, questions, or topic suggestions, get in touch and we will literally be forever grateful. Well, well maybe grateful until the next email we get. Yeah, yeah okay. we have a very short attention span. <laughs> Uh, remember to like our Facebook posts, and if you're subscribing to us through iTunes, you'll feel much better about yourself if you rate this podcast highly. Believe me, I've done it, and I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> you like how I wrote that for you? I do, yes. You like that? Okay, good. <laughs> Way to destroy the immersion. <laughs> <laughs> you think he makes this stuff up? No, I'm not that creative. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll do it again next week, uh, hopefully better. Join us then. <laughs> Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. All right, so we'll go at this one like we do all the others. All righty. <laughs> That's not a good thing. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not. You but don't have a better plan than that? <laughs> I don't have a better plan than that. We also heard this week from Matt in Maryland who asked us. Uh, mm. if you did, That's what he did. He asked us. <laughs> 
Yeah, you know, this is a good question, and I actually was thinking about this last night. We were, um, my wife and I went. Out. Oh, were you? Yeah. Um, what language was that? I was I, just uh, it's uh, it was mixed up Swedish. Swedish. Okay. <laughs>